Brother. Mainstream media. Government cover-ups. You want answers? Well, so does he. He's Alex Jones on the GCN Radio Network. And now, live from Austin, Texas, Alex Jones. Next hour, we have economist, stock market uh, system inventor, BBC news presenter of the program, The Oracle, Max Kaiser joining us for the next hour. We have Alan Watt of CousinTheMatrix.com. Uh, Alan, uh, you know, I've I've read the big psychologist and psychiatry documents. I've read about the history of eugenics, the New World Order plan. My film, Endgame, Blueprint for Global Enslavement, covers it, so I'm somewhat of a scholar. And I tell you, Alan is just even more of a scholar than I am because he specifically focuses in on that and the system of control. And I wanted to go over some of the current events that are happening right now and see how he sees that playing in to the social controllers and, and what they're trying to set up and do. I have to say, though, Alan, I really see things not going well for the globalist. I, I don't see him as omnipresent and, and, and all-knowing. I do know they understand human nature and study our psychology and our instincts and manipulate us against each other. But I see more and more people waking up to the matrix, waking up that everything they're told is spin or lies, and the, the little mind tricks they play. I Like I had Psychology Today, two-hour interview yesterday for a big, large cover story in there. Uh, and uh, coming out in a few months, and they were still kind of spouting the old download that there is no New World Order, and it's schizophrenic to think so, while hundreds of publications announce there's a world government, but it's a good thing, and we should all accept it. So I really don't see them hitting on all cylinders and getting all their different flavors of propaganda put out correctly, uh, or is that by design? It's by design. Uh, they start off with the, the fact that the system we are in was set up by their forefathers for this time. We're all in this one boat. We've all arrived here, uh, and it's all through the planning and machinations of previous generations of these big think tanks, foundations, and so on. They have brought us to where they want us to be right now. They are aware, because they, they're constantly taking polls and surveys on the Internet and uh, what you think of this, etc., to see how majority of people are reacting to the changes. And it's so easy now with the Internet. It's instant communication, data retrieval. They know exactly how the public are. But we always end up, where are we exactly? We're where they put us in the first place. This is the only one system we have, we have been given. And they're updating their system into the next phase. Uh, it's already done, really. It simply hasn't been announced or we haven't seen the manifestations of the implementations, the total uh, full force implementations of it all. It's all set up for the global system, but it's to be an authoritarian system. And what we will notice, the average person will notice in newspapers and, and in the governments, in fact, they'll be given more that the old political stance of humoring the public is going out the window and we're being dictated to by top, generally appointees, not so much the politicians, the green appointees, etc., put there by the big foundations that they're making these uh, dictatorial statements of how we must live, etc., and how we must reduce the population, and so on and so on. This is the changeover from the old idea of that we believed that we were given this big con, that we had democracy, and it was always stated from the Fabian Society, eventually it would, be, it would become... Uh, an authoritarian body over the public who would be trained to accept 
that authoritarian dictate from the leaders. That's the training phase we're going through right now, in fact. That's what's happening. I want to talk about the carbon taxes, the global model, who the New World Order are, what their master plan is, and then go through some of the current things, like Obama, who, whatever he says, it's always the opposite. So now he's going and saying he wants to be friends with the Muslims. They can be assured he's now going to do the opposite. But 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 say he loves them as he ups the troops and the invasions and the wars. Uh, we'll talk about all of that with uh, Alan Watt, great researcher, great political mind. On the other side of this break, Max Kaiser's coming up. I'm Alex Jones. Our websites are prisonplanet.tv, jonesreport.com, truthnews.us, and whatistheendgame.com. We'll be right back. Stay with us. the T-Rex of political talk. Alex Jones on the GCN Radio Network. Alan Watt, our regular guest, joins us. Alan, we have a lot of new stations picking us up this week. And I want to get into the bigger picture and where the globalists are taking us. You know, when I talk to mainstream media, when they interview me or when I discuss things, uh, you know, with the establishment press, I'm always talking to these reporters. And I think most of them genuinely are ignorant, just like most Americans you talk to don't even know what the Fourth or Fifth Amendment is, much less the Second or First. And, and it's very, very sad. But everything was set up on eugenics. Everything was set up to carry out a culling of the population. Everything is this highly engineered society. And I don't think a lot of even new listeners or even some long-time listeners understand just how much of our society is engineered and dominated by these people. So, so, so break down in total, in, in your worldview, what the New World Order is, what it stands for, what it's pushing, the phase we're in right now, and where it's ultimately leading us in this, quote, final revolution of dehumanization and tyranny. Alan Watt. Yeah, we, we can trace it to say back. Uh, in their own books, in fact, in recorded history, allowed history, that which they've published for us to read, right back to the 1700s, when um, the elite establishment, who already ruled the money system, they'd taken off. See, a group actually were sent in to Europe to take over the money system and become, as Albert Pike said himself in his own book, Morals and Dogma, the masters over the masters of the world. In other words, create central banking systems that would be all linked together for a global system that might not appear for another 200 years. And everything runs from in a money system from the capstone of money downwards. Laws, government, everything goes cap in hand to the guys with the money at the top. So you can create an entire system structured beneath you, a pyramid beneath you, if you control all of the money and the lending and the borrowing. So it was not too hard to create that kind of system. They also could eradicate all small competition of small moneylenders, small banks, and so on, on the way. As long as they were in charge of the money supply for entire countries, they ruled those countries. But along with that, too, was a, a religion. And the religion was based on a natural existing order of elite, intellectual elites who had already been been doing the Darwinian experiment of specialized breeding for mates for a long, long time. Uh, Ian Taylor, a scientist in Canada, put an excellent book out on the histories of some of these families, such as Charles Darwin. Charles 
Darwin was about the fifth generation of Darwins who only married into the Wedgwood family. All the wives were taken from the Wedgwood family for five generations. And when Charles Darwin's uh, wife died, he married his mother's sister, a Wedgwood again. And the idea being they were trying to meet up scientifically uh, to create a scientific elite on one hand. This is also uh, validated by Huxley. The Huxleys were also related to the Darwins, and they admitted that that was part of the experiment to create a, a guardian elite along the lines of Plato and his Republic, where they'd be the guardians of the planet, the natural superior Superman type with virtue, uh, intelligence, common sense, who would rule all the lesser peoples in a standing order all the way down. And on the way, they also needed other organizations that would help them implement a new system and hold it. That's why they introduced first Rosicrucianism, then Freemasonry. That was the existing order. Now they've bypassed that. But the same special breeding program that's all through eugenics still goes on. The idea being, if you have a, a, a woman who's gifted in a scientific area or mathematics, you made them up with a similar type of male, you see. But they must have other qualities, too, that have passed on for generations that can be validated in a check before they're mated together. Now, if you grow up in Europe and you study the elite families, you'll notice that none of them ever pick their own wives. They have teams of people who literally go through the genealogies for potential mates and match them up. That's how Prince Charles was matched up with Lady Diana. It's arranged marriages just like uh, with cattle breeding. Exactly. And in fact, uh, when the American Eugenics Society came out full force backed by the Carnegie first and then the Rockefeller Foundation that mandated uh, enforced sterilization for inferior types, they said they could not bring inferior types into this future. That means anyone with hereditary illnesses of any kind, physical or mental. And they put out, uh, uh, they set up the Cold Springs Harbor, New York there, plus they brought in the American Cattlemen's Association because they were the best ones to do with breeding. And now they were transferring that, that uh, data onto humans. They came up with the idea, backed by Rockefeller, uh, that they would institute a national census. And since its inception, the purpose of census was to take data on physical and mental health, uh, moral behavior, etc., prison records, all of that, collect all of that data and eventually to start eradicating those people they saw as being hereditary problems to their perfect upcoming utopia. And let me stop you there because I want listeners to understand something. Everything you're hearing is part of mainline history. Alan's not telling you anything that isn't in all the major textbooks, the history books, but they think it's good. When the Texas board asked the the head state psychiatrist, why are 67%, 68% of the kids on psychotropic drugs in foster care, he said because they have bad genes. They deserve it. And they set up the social welfare networks. They set up the health departments to carry out racial hygiene. Hitler only adopted what was taught in England and the United States. And now that's what their zoning is about. That's what their animal ID is about. It's what taking over the farms and ranches is about. They've got to take over our infrastructure and our access to money and our access to independence and freedom so they can force us 
into the one-child policy and through the new economy of the green economy, that's really the eugenics economy, of reduced standard of living so that you can't afford to have children. It's all openly stated and now even being introduced on mainstream TV and everywhere. So I wanted to throw in that everything you're saying is on the record. Uh, that the Darwins and uh, three other families only intermarried together for five, six, seven generations, but that it created aberrant, mentally ill monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you look at the Huxleys, for instance. The Huxleys were descended from the Darwins, too. They were also intermarried. Yes. And and uh, the Huxleys, uh, especially uh, Julian and Aldo's father, um, literally spent a career chopping up people's bodies to try and get secrets of life and all this kind of stuff. In other words, the precursor to what we call eugenics today, or, or genetics today. And, uh, and, and as you said, Cold Springs Harbor, Cold Springs Harbor is IBM human genome today, and the head had to step down saying blacks weren't humans. That's always been the eugenics board. Now yeah. they take blood forcibly for 36 years from everybody in the Western world at birth. They've now admitted that. And I have two mainstream news articles today. Uh, this is out of the uh, Buffalo News. Ruling allows taser use. To get DNA may be nation's first ruling. And they say cattle prods, electric shock, torture in the federal ruling is now officially legal to make you answer questions, to make you urinate in a cup, to make you give a blood sample at checkpoints. Arde Saveda, the court's ruling here in Austin, will be able to taser you if you don't submit to the blood. Torture is now out in the open. We go from it being Joseph Mingala and bad to it being something we only do to Al-Qaeda, to uh, the Buffalo Daily News, openly saying it's good. Go ahead. Well, yes, because we're now, I mean, since 2001 especially, that was the prime purpose for this whole New World Order kickoff. We've been trained now that we're in an authoritarian system and you simply do what you're told. That's what we're, we've all been trained since 9-11. That's what, that was the kickoff. Arthur C. Clarke who was put up there, see all the big stars in novels and uh, futurist societies, etc. Um, and it's been explained and admitted to by uh, big foundations themselves. They fund these novelists to write the future. It becomes um, familiar to us as an idea, then it's augmented by movies and so on, until it comes into reality. And we don't think about it as being strange or it, that it shouldn't exist. It seems natural. It's, it's called predictive programming. And Arthur C. Clarke, in his book 2001, even though he set it in space, was actually giving you the kickoff for, for the new order of things, where a new planet would rule. In other words, that's what he's really telling you. A new and later in the book, everybody gets microchips. Everybody communicates with microchips tel- uh, through telepathic systems. And then he later, of course, worked for MI6 uh, uh, mm-hmm. after World War II. For those that don't know, OSS during World War II, yep. he invented the telecommunication satellite. And he gave interviews saying, no, this is what we really planned for you, That's just right. like H.G. Wells and everybody else. Go ahead. And a symbol, of course, in the book was the big giant obelisk, the black obelisk, the perfect shape of authority all down through the ages. That's what the United Nations Black Building is, by the way. That's what that is. That's the big obelisk. And uh, the UN was set up to be the hub uh, for, for a, a form, at least, at least the outward form of the embryo or the embryonic world government. All laws for the last 50 years have come from the United Nations to every country, and it's signed into the books by President. And notice, most of the crew dies going on the journey. Only the chosen one 
gets to go to the next level, and there's a final fight between the computer and the man for who will be supreme, whereas Kurzweil and others just say, no, actually, we're going to merge with the machine. That will be the new species, and the new species will wipe out the rest of the slaves that are left. That's right. Evolution. You see, what they call evolution. And uh, evolution is an interesting word in itself, and uh, the whole theory and the occult stuff behind it that they used to use in the Masonic lodges, etc., and so on, and the high ones. But um, they do believe, and they always have believed, that the future would be theirs, that only those with the virtue, the natural virtue, uh, that they've inherited from their, their superior parents would continue. And all their fears must be wiped off because there is no purpose for them in a Darwinistic evolutionary society. They'll bring the, the superiors down, they claim. They must eliminate them altogether. Always amazing talking to Alan Watt. Alan, quick break. We're going to come right back to you and, and continue where you left off when I was interjecting with the, the architecture of the New World Order and hopefully how we stop it and fight it. And, yes, we'll take calls coming up. I forgot to take calls last hour. Sorry about that. Pienso que un sueño parecido no volverá más. Y me pintaba las manos y la cara de azul. Y de provisa el viento rápida me debo. Y me hizo volar. What we're talking about is the ultimate control freak expression. Royalty, whether it was Japan or the Aztecs, Europe, they always thought they were God, that they were superior, and that they were separate from the commoners. Well, now we have the BBC headlines that they believe they're a separate race. And all these countless other elites saying they are transhuman. The eugenicist run by uh, Aldous Huxley's brother, Julian Huxley, at the UN, he said in the 50s we've got to change the name from eugenicist the transhumanist. I'm not saying all transhumanists are, but your founder was the head eugenicist. So they believe that they're taking control of human evolution, human development, and right now they just want to lock everything down, call most of us, so they can then have their great work. Uh, Alan, let's talk about now, you talk about the banking takeover, the families. We were now into the 19th century, 20th century. Let's get into what they've set up, the psychological dictatorship, where they're going, and then if they're able to call us, the timeline you see, I'm interested in your view on that, and then if they were able to succeed, what they're going to build. How they see the future uh, in the big think tanks that work for the British Department of Defense, and I've got it up on my website, there's 90 pages of predictions of what's to happen over the next 50-odd years. And they claim that around 2010-12, there'll be... The beginnings of massive riots, food shortages will be uh, arranged. It's already underway, in fact, because the big they said, two, is, they said this two years ago for those that just tuned in. I mean, this is official yeah. British government. Go ahead. And there's also the think tank that's all NATO countries, including the U.S., as to happen worldwide, uh, but it's to be kick off really in third world countries and then escalate into the Western Hemisphere very quickly, rapidly. And right now, they've already been setting up the entire military structure to deal with the next 50 years. We've, we've seen the, the build-up uh, and the, the alteration from police forces into, uh, into a really internal army. It's part of the, the multi-jurisdictional task force. They're all integrated with, with police, military, special forces. That's already done. It has been done since the 90s, early 90s, uh, in preparation for, for what's to come up. And they claim that around the, re the year 2050, uh, there'll be a vastly reduced population, a sudden drop 
on the way up to then, there'll be um, isol- uh, escalating riots. There'll be whole city regions, in fact, they call them regions uh, locked down under war scenarios. We've seen this, by the way, in all the predictive programming from every science fiction movie for the last 15 years, uh, and it is they're churning out more every year on the same kind of scenarios. They're also saying that the, the population are being sterilized. Well, we know that because the official... Uh, Medical World Health Organization tells us this every year that we're almost all sterile and we're dropping rapidly. That's also intentional. It's been done through inoculations and through the food system because the bio-warfare industry are the same boys that Monsanto belongs to and they're making sure that we will come down much faster through sterilization. This is exactly what um, H.G. Wells said in his book, The Modern Utopia. He He laid out the next 200 years. And he said that uh, we won't simply just kill off the unfit. He says we'll simply sterilize them so that they'll breed themselves out of existence and die off. Um, so this and this is, is all compartmentalized. The local doctor giving you shots doesn't know this, but the IMF, the World Bank, yeah. all the big funds, uh, what, two weeks ago, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, secret meeting of the rich with yeah. Warren Buffett and Ted Turner, and it said the main agenda was reduce our population yep. by 80%. This is now being thrown in our face. Yes, and then you see Bill Gates again. Uh, see, there are no real self-made men up there at the, at the very top. They're brought up there. They, they, we live under cartels. You cannot go up and compete with cartels. And his dad was the head of Planned Parenthood and a yes. loved eugenicist, so they said we're going to give your son through the IBM Eugenics Trust, that's IBM is a trust for eugenics, on record, we are going to give your son, you know, uh, the uh, headship of this because, you know, we can't have the public knowing the government really runs all these. And that's really on record for anybody that wants to look. It, it's And so the entire thing then, he takes the entire fortune of Microsoft and funds it into eugenics publicly. Yes, and now he's come out, of course, as the big hero of philanthropists. They all must pay back their masters who brought them up there by becoming philanthropists just like George Soros. And uh, what are they into? They're into planned parenthood across the planet and abortions, sterilizations, vasectomies, etc. That's really where their money goes. But here's the same man now in with the military-industrial complex, Mr. Gates, with specialized mosquitoes. They want to release all over the third world countries, supposedly to help reduce the mosquito population by introducing sterile male mosquitoes. These things are going to carry bacterium and viruses very, very rapidly. No, that's what he said. They're going to put vaccines in them, and because the Africans won't take the shots, they're going to engineer it into potatoes and carrots. Yes. Uh, That's on record. Stay there. Incredible information. Alan Watts, our guest. We're on the march. The Empire's on the run. Alex Jones and the GCN Radio Network. Yes, we're going to take some calls for Alan Watt. 1-800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. We'll take a few calls specifically for Alan Watt uh, coming up here in a moment. I'm sorry I didn't get the calls of Bob Chapman. We just ran out of time. Before we go back to Alan to finish up kind of with their master plan and what he thinks their current phase is and then some of your calls. Before we do that, I want to tell you, it's in. It's shipping out. Uh, I took the historic interview I did with Aaron Russo before he died in about 10 or minutes or so of interview that hadn't been seen and then some behind the scenes interviews and I put it together on a DVD because we had hundreds of requests for this we had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds 
a request for this on DVD instead of just on the Internet. You know, we put it out on PrisonPlanet.tv in high quality, but folks ripped it all over the web, which we're glad about, and millions of views. So I thought, why not put it on DVD? So it is uh, now available. Uh, this is Reflections and Warnings, interview with Aaron Russo. Everybody's library should have this. And uh, we now have three months of the uh, best-of interviews from this TV show slash radio show that is very informative and in high quality, not just Internet. It's pretty high quality at PrisonPlanet.tv because we stream the show live. It's not in the same quality that the films are uh, at PrisonPlanet.tv. And we have uh, the DVD Arsenal. Uh, we have the uh, latest one out that's got Russell Means, Lindsey Williams, Evan Vieira, Sean uh, Cassinger, uh, Craig Proudly, and State Sovereignty Special, the whole bunch of state reps and senators about declaring state sovereignty against the New World Order and reaffirming the Tenth Amendment. And last but not least, at PrisonPlanet.tv, uh, for the uh, great members over there, we have a new 27-minute extra, an expanded exclusive extra from the Obama deception only for PrisonPlanet.tv members. You can see that on screen if you're simulcasting right now and watching us if you are a PrisonPlanet.tv member. It's only 15 cents a day to have a membership at PrisonPlanet.tv, and you get my live radio show simulcast here in the TV studio, and you get Jason Burma's 9 to Midnight, you get all of my films, my book, Paul Watson's book, a bunch of other great films, and just more and more. We're ramping things up here, and PrisonPlanet.tv just gets better and better. The quality just gets better and better. And if you've been a member and let your membership drop off and haven't checked out all the upgrades and changes we've made, uh, it just five years plus up and running, thousands and thousands of pieces of media, the radio show in the highest quality archives, PrisonPlanet.tv. Be sure and uh, support us there by becoming a PrisonPlanet.tv member. And we just keep adding more and more services there in the info war uh, to the PrisonPlanet.tv members. And I want to thank all of you across the world for your support. Without you, we couldn't run this operation. And uh, plus, you can burn all the films and books and, and presentations that are on there to DVD and CD and give them to people. I mean, it is an arsenal of resistance in the info war. Or again, go to InfoWars.com, the secure online video bookstore shopping cart, and get all the books and videos that we've produced and made and that we carry uh, at uh, huge discounts. And uh, show them to your friends and your family. Feel free to make copies of all of my films. Get them out to people. Again, all available at InfoWars.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139, 888-253-3139. All right, going back to Alan what, uh, from cuttingthematrix.com. Alan, before we get back briefly into the globalist master plan and the current operations and then take some calls, you have been having some problems with your three or four websites. You wisely had some mirrors of cuttingthematrix.com, but now you've been having a lot of problems and people should know that you've been under a bit of an attack. They're trying to take your, uh, registration names away, though you registered them years ago and own them. They're not letting you upload to your servers, though you've paid in advance for a year, and you're not getting any answers from, from Yahoo on this, are you? Well, they rectified it the other day, suddenly, uh, because so many people were protesting and, and calling them. And uh, this went on for a week and a half. They suddenly stopped me uploading to two of the main sites, uh, and no explanation was given. Uh, I talked to about five different people over the course of a week and a half, and uh, they wouldn't let me talk to the, any of the engineers who could possibly have given me the technical problem. There was no technical problem. They simply put a lock on it. And 
and someone had obviously, from above, given them uh, uh, the suggestion to do this. So it's from a high source. Now, at the same time this was happening, friends of mine, people I know in other countries, were getting ICANN, getting in touch with them, asking if they knew me and why they were taking out domain names in my name. Now, anyone can do this across the planet if they want to. It's quite legal, you see. But they wanted to know what the connections were and so on. So, uh, as I say, after a bombardment of listeners to Yahoo uh, and me mentioning it on the air night after night, they suddenly uh, fixed the problem and that couldn't tell me what it was. And I'm on lim- unlimited disk space, so it wasn't that that was the problem. They'd actually set me back from about nine and a half gigs, which I was at at that present time maximum with unlimited disk space to go. They set me back to 6.5. And, and well, look, I mean, we have sophisticated hack attacks against us on record yeah. from the big ISPs. They certainly, the Pentagon's announced they're going to attack American and European media that criticizes yeah. the New World Order. They've now said on the news they're going to start killing journalists. There's famous video of the you know, tanks driving up and killing Reuters journalists uh, over uh, in Iraq. Okay, let's accelerate, but thank God it's back up. Let's accelerate Alan Watt here now through their master plan and if they're able to succeed, what they're going to set up and then take calls. Yes, they've published the books, in fact, from the United Nations, and a whole host of umbrella organizations under the United Nations have published their own books on the future cities. Um, I should mention that back in the 80s, I met um, the man who owns the polo team that Prince Charles belongs to. Um, and he uh, is a big Canadian. He owns hundreds of corporations and companies across the U.S. and Canada and Europe. He has an estate in Ireland. He's a lord and an estate in, in London. And he's also an amateur, uh, although professional, uh, architect. And through a strange set of uh, circumstances, which I didn't understand at the time, he showed me his drawings for the future cities. And one of them, this is about 80, 1982, uh, one of them was a, a, a domed city over a much smaller Toronto uh, under a soft glass uh, type dome and I, I didn't explain why it would be a dome or anything else and I said well that's a much much smaller Toronto it says yeah oh yeah that the population will be that small it says in about 30-40 years uh, no explanation given but then a person who works for the United Nations sent me a book on the future dome cities for the perfect societies across the world and it's right along the agenda that H.G. Wells and so on talked about Everyone will be reared in a sort of cash, a crash, a crash, a crash dome. You won't know your parents. That's exactly what the Soviet system was supposed to be based on, but it wasn't Marxist enough. They tried it in Israel when they set up Israel, by the way, um, where the, the, the children would be brought up communally, wouldn't know who their parents were. You'd be trained in there up to a certain age, then you'll go to a school dome, then you'd be designated a work dome, and then you'll have your adult life dome as you work, and then you would put it into a geriatric, all nice and organized like a control freak had planned your whole life for you. This is the world's structured society they want to create. But this is for uh, the ones who will be doing most of the work uh, for the elite. And, Alan, I'm not trying to start fights here because it's very destructive to get into fights with people that you know are similar to our views on the New World Order. There was a big film made. They used a lot of my footage. Uh and other people's footage, and it was supposedly anti-New World Order 9-11 Truth. Then their next film, 
called the Dome Cities and a robot will run everything and uh, it'll be a totally controlled society and the maker said that I would have to be put in a re-education center but that I couldn't intellectually understand and grasp why this had to be done. No, I, I understand the power trip these people are on. And I kept saying to them, I heard all this a 100 years ago from the eugenicist. What you're saying is right out of the Soviet model, right out of the Fabian socialist model, this is the new world order. And they'd say, no, it's not. And I'd say, but that's a fact. Yeah. Even these drawings and diagrams aren't new. I'm not starting a fight with these filmmakers. Mm -hmm. I'm just stating a fact. And they got very, very angry and uh, started attacking us and then play this mental game of saying, no, this is something totally new. Alan, you know what I'm talking about, don't Absolutely. you? We have this is not totally new, is it? Not at all. The whole 20th century was mapped out, including the wars, because people like H.G. Wells, who was a founder of the Fabian Society, who was picked up by uh, Sir Thomas Huxley, the grandfather of the Huxley, the best friend of Charles Darwin. He picked a whole bunch of young men up. He, he taught them in the red tie school. They're all given red ties for revolution. They're all guaranteed to become very famous because unlimited financing would give them complete access to all media. And, and uh, they were to go out there and be propagandists for this eugenics, uh, utopian, scientifically run society. And they did the predictive programming to set the maps of man so yep. people would follow this predetermined system. And then, then they wrote books bragging they'd done this. None of this is our opinion. That's right. And also, uh, Wells himself um, said that we need a world war. And after World War One, he said not enough people have come to their knees. They've not given up national sovereignty. He said we need another world war to bring this into existence. World War Two brought in the United Nations. And every country signed on to it. And that's when all sovereignty was signed away. And the whole future agenda was begun to be implemented in reality. So the whole what 20th will the world... century was, was planned, you see, including what they have planned for this century. This is to be the century of change. Every uh, uh, top professor across the planet in academia has talked about the century of change for the latter part of the 20th century. Talking about the 21st century, Obama's whole premise was change is good. No one asked him what he's talking about. What, what change are you talking about? This is the century to implement the final stages as they reduce the population they bring through the creme de la creme, as they say. They get rid of the weak, the unfit, the mental unstable, anyone with hereditary physical or mental problems. And that's in the book by H.G. Wells called The Modern Utopia. But, so, yeah. this is what I want to bring up to you, but when you really read their literature, they sell their lower-level minions who are on little petty power trips that, yep. oh, you're part of the elite society, we're going to call everybody. They don't tell them that they're going to be called as well or... <laughs> that it's not just positive and, and negative eugenics that is taught, that, oh, we're going to get rid of the inferiors and advance the elites. The elite actually is waging war against those that are intelligent, that are bright, that, that they're actually, that's their main target, and that these control freaks are trying to wreck society to accelerate their master plan. So really, uh, I mean, you can argue with their stated goal of a better world and a healthier elite, but that's evil in and of itself because of what it leads to. But really, that's only a facade as well. Lord Bertrand Russell, another high member who helped to change the outlook of many millions of people by his writings, he was one of them. He wanted to give followers to create mass movements to help the idiots bring it all to be, to, be, to come into being. He said himself, though, he said we must, uh, through schooling, he says, check through various testing for certain 
eliminate them. That's what he said, because they might influence the masses against this plan. In other words, kill them off. That's it. We must kill them. Yeah. And he wrote books and got Nobel Prizes and other awards for this, and it's called a big liberal. Just like Margaret Sanger is called a liberal, and they, they, they love the name black schools after her. I went to a predominantly black school in kindergarten in uh, Dallas. Yeah. Uh, Margaret Sanger, uh, kindergarten and first grade. And there was Margaret Sanger's statue. It's all a big sick joke, isn't uh, it? Margaret Sanger said that children were wheat. That's the term in her own writings, wheat. Yeah. Well, she said blacks were weeds that had to be eradicated. Mm-hmm. But that all children, she said, all children below a certain class of income were wheat. That's what she said. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely degenerate and disgusting. And, you know, when I'm talking to psychiatrists and psychologists that call me from, say, Psychology Today or other publications... I've talked to a few in the last year because they're real obsessed now on being on power trips. I'm not saying this particular writer, but the stories I've seen they have been where they analyze us and we're crazy and none of this exists. While it's all admitted it exists, I found that a lot of them aren't even that intelligent. They're just on kind of a power trip and that they're so wedded to the false reality that they have to say we're wrong and something's wrong with us. Just out of a power trip control freak nature, they can't imagine that somebody outside their system could actually analyze how the world operates. Or, or, or they'll tell us there are no morals, but then they will try to tell us what their morals are and that we've got to follow them. They play all sorts of mind games. It's mind games, and a lot of them too, mind you, know darn well which way the wind is blowing, and they hope to please their masters and be some of the chosen few who come through. But uh, again... Back to Julian Huxley, he said many, many will work towards this thinking that they have been chosen, but that they will be deemed unworthy in the end. They'll be used. Well, that's another thing. You look at these actual elites, they are degenerate, they are inbred like hybrid dogs that have all sorts of mental problems, health problems. Uh, in fact, interbreeding with the pharaohs, with the British, with the French, it, it leads towards insanity. And... I think that, you know, they're saying we're all mentally ill and they're making all normal human behavior mentally ill, except their psychopathic behavior, they're saying that's good. It, that's right, and it's no doubt about it. I mean, Plato said about it all that 2,300 years ago. He said we can breed in traits or breed out traits, and for leaders who want to breed out certain emotional traits, we have psychopaths who definitely who are intergenerational in charge of this world system who truly believe they are the only sane people on earth yeah i've met a lot of them and they really do revel in there being above you and, and because of that attitude they've lost their basic humanity and they're so shuttered but they are specialized in a predatory fashion yep. uh, to just be pure machines of deceit and manipulation and they love the dumbed down cattle they they have celebrations laughing at the cattle and then they say that because they're so easily butchered that the cattle deserve it when that's humanity. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I always give the analogy of a farmer in the field who breaks the legs of a cow and then kicks the cow and hates it because it can't get up. They have brought people down to utter misery through their machinations down to uh, the, especially the 20th century into the present and all their games have played in poverty, uh, introduction, etc., and then they blame the people for the state that they're in. That's the same sort of sadistic, strange, warped mentality 
of the farmer breaking the, the cattle's cows and then kicking it because they can't get out. Well, that's a perfect analogy. Take take the Royal Commission on Population, 44 to 49, funded by His Majesty, and, and it's public, and it states, we're going to carry out eugenics, but to wreck the third world, we're actually going to make sure they have more kids at first so that that holds their society back, but then we'll kill them and sterilize them later in life. It's kind of like the 223 caliber in Vietnam to wound people to cause more resource sapping instead of just yep. killing them. They say we're going to wound the world to hold everybody down. They're not trying to lift man up. No. Oh, they're cosmic criminals, Alan. They are. They are. And they know what's at stake because if the public truly did know, we'd have to make a decision of what to do with them. Yeah, well, I've always said if there's too many of us, the elite ought to just all commit suicide. I think the world would be in a lot better position. They, they be, be, show by example. Yeah, lead by example. <laughs> That's what they should do. <laughs> Stay there, Alan. We're going to take calls when we get back. The Genesis Communications Radio Network proudly presents The Alex Jones Show. Because there's a war on for your mind. It is very saddening to me. A lot of times laying in bed at 2 a.m. at night, I'm like, man, how do I get people to read the government's own documents, all these think tanks, own publications? They're calling us scum. They're calling us slaves. They're saying they're going to eradicate us. They're brainwashing the kids that humans are bad and we've got to be gotten rid of. They're, they're, they're selling us their culture of death and that uh, resource use is bad. And Some people are waking up. A lot of folks are waking up, but I don't think fast enough. Alan Watt, we're going to calls in a moment in this segment and the next. I'm going to let you go at 5 after. We appreciate your time. Max Kaiser's coming up. But, but, but I mean, in closing, before we talk to Lily and Sh Sherry and a few others, is that the leg up that they have? I mean, is that their, their ace in the hole, that we have a blind spot, that there could be a group this evil operating like this, even though they're admitting they're doing it, that the common person just is... So, is so subconsciously afraid they can't admit this to themselves? That's part of it. It's denial that such monsters. See, the average person can understand the little wrongs they do in their own life, uh, the little lies, the white lies, etc., that they do in their own life. They cannot understand people who can do the big lie. Adolf Hitler said that. If you have to tell a lie to literally um, control the people's minds, you tell a massive lie. And the people will say it must be true. It must be true that Al-Qaeda is, is terrorizing the entire planet because no one would, would change our whole way of life across the world if it wasn't. It must be true that Al-Qaeda is, is terrorizing to do that or would do that. That's how we think. That's why psychopaths can and have proven down through history that they can do these incredible things and get away with it. They do intuitively, uh, like, a, like, a, like a certain species of animal, they, they know how the average person thinks and how to manipulate the mind. That's a gift that all psychopaths have. They're born with this gift. No one has been able to explain why, but I think it's hereditary, to be honest with you. They understand the basic uh, thinking patterns and nature of ordinary people. They don't feel what you feel, but they study you. They watch your emotions and how you interact, and they know perfectly well intuitively that they can literally manipulate us. Another it is a predatory subclass. It's yep. what is it, about one in a hundred people is a psychopath, and it's a predatory mm -hmm. uh, mutation or, or or class. It's a it's a Homo sapien sapien that 
engages in feeding and predatory activities on its own species. It is a cannibalistic psychic vampire. It is, and it is a seed. It has certain traits that are almost gifts. They have the ability to, to say, um, understand how you think, how you feel, and how especially to manipulate an individual or whole masses of people uh, with a, a talent they don't have to even work on. It's hereditary with them. Adolf Hitler had it too. He knew how to change uh, the mentality of an entire nation by saying a lot of the right things at the time to get them on board, but always having another agenda, another vision of where he was going to take them. Well, take Dick Cheney too. saying torture is good. Yes. And then when they get caught saying we didn't do torture and then relabeling torture as just interrogation. Yes. And then now they say, by the way, the police are now going to torture you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's in the news, federal court ruling, state courts are saying. And then look at how in just seven years, our journey to the dark side is nearing complete. Yes. And look at all the media entertainment under the guise of drama uh, uh, to train the public. That the torture is okay. We've had years of this uh, training through fictional works that seem very real to the person who gets absorbed in them. This is all a science that's been used on the public. There is no safe entertainment out there. Alan, stay with us for another five minutes on the break. I'm going to jam in a few calls from Lily and others that are patiently holding here on Genesis and Max Kaiser. More on the economy coming up. Again, a globalized, standardized zoned, regulated system where it makes you dependent on the state. Stay with us. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Waging war on corruption. Alex Jones on the GCN Radio Network. I'm excited about Max Kaiser coming up, but I don't want to say bye to Alan Watt, and I want to take your calls, and I want to talk about all this. Me and Alan were just talking about during the break about how I'd like to meet him sometime, but I, I'm not allowed to go to Canada. There's no law or rule. I just get arrested if I try to go. And then the U.K. papers are announcing only uh, absolute, uh, 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 the term they use is, uh, what's the term? Travel that that, that that is essential will be allowed under the new greenhouse gas caps. And That's it's right. all... It's all happening. The Minister of Environment came out and said that eventually even all tourism will be uh, gone. Uh, Authorized travel for big business purposes, international corporations, government only. But the environmentalists to to, to check things, they'll be allowed to go to certain facilities and things. I mean, what sickening, degenerate control freaks. Uh, Let's talk to Lily in North Carolina. Lily, you're on the air with Alan Watt. Hi, Alex. Um, I just want to say I listen to your show every day for the latest thing anyway um i just want to say that uh, it's hard to wake people up until until you tell them you know they don't want to believe the government is so evil but anyway all the governments of the world that's because they they, haven't studied history well they need to read the general chronology of events put out by leading edge research group it's fantastic it goes back and tells you all about the eugenics plans sterilization in the sanitariums and it, it uh, even tells you about what they're going to teach in schools and divide the one room classroom uh, it's fantastic if they could read this they, they would understand just how much evil is out there around them no Not I hear you the government 
not just in the government, around them. Well, no, no, they have NGOs, the corporations, it's all one one thing. Uh, and they have non-governmental organizations carrying it out. Thank you, Lily. Yeah, Alan, can you comment on that? I mean, th- th- these NGOs in the U.S. and England and Canada, they all manage local homeland security, and it's private groups like City Year that answer to the president, but they're under a private corporation with David Gergen in red and black uniforms. Yes, and once again, uh, they said at the top a long time ago, and Margaret Thatcher did admit this on national television in Britain. She belongs to a parallel government. They run along with the foundations. The big foundations are the parallel government masters. They're also the top bankers like the Rockefellers. And they finance the NGOs that appear to speak on behalf of the general public. That's the, that's the trick of it. It's a, it's a very clever 180-degree manipulation of democracy. They don't speak for the public. They take their orders from the foundations. And mm-hmm. that is copied after the Soviet system. Soviet mm-hmm. men ruled by councils. The Politburo picked the leaders of the NGOs for the Soviet Union. They would demand certain laws. And more than that, government. more than that, it creates an illusion of local business and yes. government and industry when really it's all their chosen facade for society. And then they'll come in and burn you out now. A lot of these NGO groups, literally, this is in the news, they're just taking over everything. This is their boots on the ground, and they know how to make it, quote, free market. Like, take the surveillance industry. The surveillance industry, they all, you know, the corporate government with a revolving door gives themselves the contracts for the police state. Yes. That's exactly how it works. It's all, it's incredible organization to say that the capstone is a very good uh, emblem because everything beneath it is the pyramid. As long as the capstone's in charge of all sites, if you down a pyramid at all sites, all four sites, um, you are in charge of the entire direction of the, the planet. And they certainly have not this for a long time. These are the same guys who gave the Soviet system the experiment, they called it. Uh, these are the guys who set up the foundations like Ford and said the purpose of Ford was to blend the Soviet system with the culture of America so carefully and slowly that they wouldn't even know it had been done till it was merged together. That's Absolutely. Like the Rees Commission. This is all admitted, documented history. And they're, they're, they've almost reached that goal, but they still need the cooperation and the fear, it's done through fear, of the general public to go along with every step of it. They're using panic right now, panic after panic, and inoculations are next, part of the panic. Oh, I meant to get into that. I'll tell you what, Alan, if you can, do two more minutes on the other side, because I want to get your take on the whole swine flu pandemic. Yeah. Fear and and then of course as we predicted it came out it is genetically manufactured it is yeah. the government and they as much as admit they're using it as a beta test for when they really release a controlled plague and then Max Kaiser's coming up stay with us. Big Brother, mainstream media, government cover-ups. You want answers? Well, so does he. He's Alex Jones on the GCN Radio Network. And now, live from Austin, Texas, Alex Jones. Okay, Max Kaiser joining us in a few minutes for the rest of the hour on the economy. We'll have open phones in as well. Alan Watt, in, in closing, you were mentioning the swine flu being a staged fear-mongering event. It has now come out, as we predicted, that it was manu- uh, man-made, manufactured. We knew that because it had no connection to any known 
natural strain. They're obsessed with setting precedents to force things into our body. We know worldwide they've been caught sterilizing and killing people with vaccines hundreds of times on record with different vaccines. So why would we trust them now to do it? With, with all the atomic soldiers and all the sterilized kids and all the tetanus shots with sterilization compounds? Go ahead. Yes, and remember, too, these uh, vaccines, etc., can lay a trigger in your body that might not activate for a few years and down you go with crippling diseases or death. Uh, that's how fine an art bio-warfare is. This is bio-warfare. And you're right enough, the top man at uh, one of the centers of diseases controls, as Messi said, this virus was created in a lab. Uh, however, even though the symptoms really are very mild compared to the regular flu, it's almost like having a head cold for a day or two, um, the panic factor is working because people are flooding all emergency clinics each time the baby has a sniffle or someone gets an allergy or hay fever. They're overloading the hospitals to give this impression of, of terror and fear and we cry to the, the masters to help us. We, we go back to the abuser to help us and to save us. That's the standard technique in the statistic system that we're, we're trained into. Yeah, it trains everybody to be hypochondriacs, to go to the government to take your shots and magically they're going to have the new shot for you ready in the fall and winter when the World Health Organization, the eugenics organization, says it's going to come kill all of us. I, I mean, this is ridiculous. These Even people... though they admit that, that a virus uh, keeps taking DNA from every victim, so every time it passes on to the next victim, it's an altered virus. So technically you cannot have an antidote to it. Yeah, they admit they never have a flu vaccine that works. That's right. But... But the yeah. public doesn't know that. I mean, it's just really the globalists are just generational con artists and psychopaths yeah. that all intermarry and figure out new ways to screw the gullible, sweet public. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just gets more and more insane. Well, Alan Watt, uh, we've already set you back up for July 1st for two hours uh, at high noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. I uh, look forward to uh, talking to you then, Alan, CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. People should get your books and videos there at CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. We really appreciate you spending time with us. Thanks for having me on, Alex. It's always great having you. What a great guy.